Welcome guys, Equity Podcast, Barrick here. Uh, by popular demand, it's not just me. Brought Cole along. Hey guys. <laughs> so what we're gonna talk about today are Cole's big three. Cole has been with us for 10 years, believe it or not. Um, over 10 years, almost 10 and a half now. So I thought, what can we learn from her? Uh, we do that every day at 4.30, and I figure what else can we learn from her? So what I did, uh, I messaged her and like, hey, what are the three biggest things you've learned over the past 10 years of your fitness journey? And um, she got back to me and I was like, would you mind sharing that with everybody else? And she was like, no, I would hate that. And I was like, well, too bad you're doing it anyway. Here I am. <laughs> so here she is. Um, and before we kind of get that, you know, part of this is also letting us as a community get to know each other a little bit more. Um, and, you know, sometimes we get into that hi how's it going good how'd the workout go and then we don't get uh a lot else so i thought this would be a good chance for cole just to tell a little bit about her you don't have to get crazy but like you know tell tell us a little bit about you yeah um so hi guys yeah i'm cole uh those of you that take 4 30 uh, get to see me a lot during the week but uh i coach here um i have an athletic background so you know i've been in sports all my life i played soccer through college um, graduating college, you know, Bear Krista drug me into this whole CrossFit thing. Uh, I was a little reluctant at first, but here we are 10 years later, so it was a good thing. Um, I've been through, you know, several seasons through this 10 years, you know, noob into it, into a little bit of competitive, you know, had some kids, uh, and then, you know, just trying to sustain at this point. So, got the family at home trying to balance the CrossFit, the husband, the two kids, the dog, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> trying to maintain while still making quarterfinals and me trying to make quarterfinals and not make quarterfinals. It's fine. I'm not, it's fine. <laughs> it's not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's, you know, Cole and I, Krista and I started dating in 2001, April 2001. Sometime that year I probably met Cole and so like I've literally known her since, you know. Too long. Yeah, 2001. So we've known each other a long time and uh, it hasn't always uh, I wouldn't say we were uh, enemies, but we w there was some, you know, Barrick's the worst, which you still tell me on the regular, and it's Jokingly, all fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it is, it is perfectly fair, I am the worst, um, and we can't, you know, also, on our end, I just thank you for, you know, 10 years of awesome friendship and time in the gym together. It's been it's, great. It's, yeah, been it's been awesome. Been <laughs> and to all those, you know, she says noob, and you're like, no, Cole's never been a noob. Uh, we have videos and pictures of Cole doing banded pull-ups. So it's true. It's very true. <laughs> green band. Uh, yeah. That's where I started. Green band. Green band. Uh, so she's been there. Um, all right. So we're going to get into the big three. The first, what's, what's the first thing that you gave me? So big three, so three biggest things I've learned in my 10 years. Yeah. Uh, the first one was uh, more is not better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's caveats to that, obviously. But uh, I, like I mentioned before, I've gone through waves, you know, where I was new into it and everything was scary. I wanted to do the bare minimum and goodbye. And then I got super competitive for a phase there and I was kind of trapped in that. I got to do more, I got to do more, I got to do more. Yeah. You know, two a days, you know, overworking got you know relatively fit but then there's drawbacks that come with that yeah. kind of leveled out with you know the family balance but uh you know there more is not better means there is an overtraining element to things if you don't have the appropriate resources and um 
you know, balance of mobility or nutrition or your sleep or, you know, specialists outside across soft tissue or physical therapists yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing to keep you in check, you know. Um, you can overtrain and do more harm than good if you're not careful with the other things that you're putting your commitment towards. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things I talk about with new people coming in when we do new sweat intros is mechanics, consistency, then intensity, mm -hmm. right? And we, when, when we talk about that generally, we mean that like a movement, like the squat or the deadlift or the snatch. Like we want to learn those first and then add intensity. Right. Um, and then in terms of working out, like, hey, we don't just want to jump into Murph right off the, right? We want to start with something a little bit more manageable. But then that also is just in terms of the volume of coming. We want to build that up over time. Yeah. If I try to run a marathon tomorrow, it's going to be bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if I see a games athlete and I start trying to do what they do, because that's what games athletes do, I'm going to have a bad time. But if you slowly build up to that and that's your goal, we can we can get there. Yeah, yeah of course. And, of course. I, you know, one of the other things is another way to put one way to put it is overtraining or it can also be under recovery. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. If you're not sleeping, you're not eating, you're not doing that soft tissue work or spending time on tempo work to make sure those joints are healthy. Like doing all that stuff is going to help you do that in the long term. Agreed. Yeah. Would you say that having a goal would help you guide into how much you should be doing? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a goal and, you know, you have the time to plan out the path to that goal um, and, you know, other resources to draw in, yeah, right. absolutely. Right, like if, if my goal is just be healthy and fit, like I don't need to be doing yeah. a ton of volume, right? Doing class five days a week can get you there. Yeah. But if your goal is to be competitive to get to quarterfinals, unless you're, you know, a freak athlete, you know, you got you might have to put a little bit of extra work in. Yeah, right? and yeah, just smart extra work is yeah, how exactly. you can go about it. Love yep. it. And that's something, you know, in those early days, we no kids. Yeah. You, <laughs> you had off during the summers. Yeah. Like you had that time to be able to put in some work. So yeah. you were able to put in a lot of this back end work and it's still paying off dividends now where like you have this base, you know, being a collegiate athlete having that base uh, metabolically and then spending those summers building some strength building that like you build a big base up that you can use off yeah. of that awesome um more is not always better be impressed by volume not intensity be impressed by intensity yeah. not volume <laughs> yeah. right earn that intensity earn that volume yes yeah cool um so what was your number two um, the value in understanding the difference between training and competing and, you know, when to implement both. Right? Yeah. Uh, everybody loves to compete to some extent, you know, being an athlete through college, you know, I have a competitive nature naturally. I mean, many of us do, whether you're competing with yourself, you know, you want to compete with others, you're actually doing a local competition or beyond that. I want to keep hitting PRs. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody has a desire to compete in some capacity, but being able to understand the value of training and how you can approach a workout in a way that's actually going to improve your long-term fitness, um, just the value of that is immeasurable. <laughs> Wait, I think that 
the example I always like to use is toes to bar. Yeah, for me specifically, that's yeah. perfect, a perfect example. Yeah. Well, and I think chest to bar, I don't know why, I always come back to toes to bar and chest to bar. So yeah. the two biggest ones. Yeah. They're, they're both very taxing, especially like a chest to bar or even just pull ups in general, um, where you can do fast singles really quickly and get really good scores. My specialty. Yeah. <laughs> but if we spend some time working on, hey, I'm going to do this workout and always do a set of two. Like, even if I have to slow down and do a set of two, if I can get comfortable with that, over time, excuse me, I'm going to be able to build that capacity to be able to do toes right. bar, and I won't always have to do singles, and then that can get me faster in the long run. 100% agree, yeah. And I, that's what I find myself, you know, talking to myself about it beginning a workout. You know, yes, I want to go fast, and, you know, the competitive nature's there, yeah. and if I do singles, I can beat Barrick in this workout, but yeah, telling well, yourself, let's do threes on toes of our practice yeah. link in those sets, maybe I'll be able to do threes in the next competitive workout down right. the road, you know? I think one thing that people, when they hear that, they're like, okay, that sounds good, and I do want to get faster, What? and they just go slow, and that's not necessarily what we're saying, right? right? It's how can I get my fastest time in this workout while working on that skill that I need to get better at? So that it isn't, all right, I'm just going to do this workout and really focus on technique and I'm going to do it for quality and just do my threes. It's, all right, how, how can I get my best score while working on that technique of trying to get threes? Yeah. Right? And, I'm and still, under fatigue as well, yeah, right? So, yeah. I mean... But, yeah, like, I mean, you could do, I could do fives on toes of bar in an EMOM where I'm getting 40 seconds of rest yeah. every minute, no yeah. problem, but then, you know, I try and do that with a little bit of different intensity thrown in, yeah. and then they're gone, yeah. so, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a balance of trying to figure out, you know, okay, what set am I going to try and hold on to, and try and get my best yeah. score, like you said. Yeah, and so you can kind of get a little bit of both, mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and beat Cole, but I'm going to do sixes on the toes of bar, and like, that's not that's a non-negotiable i have to do sixes yeah. but i'm still gonna try and reach for that person that i'm usually reaching mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. so we, you can kind of play a little bit of both yeah um because we don't just want to just go for quality like intensity is that shortcut it's important to, right? to get us where we want to get um i think one of the things that leads up to that is making sure that we're practicing as well you know that that's the big three that we talk about practice training and competing yeah. and a lot of times when we're doing class it can be you're talking to your buddy and oh yeah i'm just doing toes of bar yeah. right versus <laughs> like oh you know when i'm doing my kips i should really focus on really rounding my upper back really focus on moving my head and making sure like I'm improving improving that movement making sure my legs are staying straight in that kip and like mm -hmm. practicing during that can help you train better in the workout as well mm -hmm. yeah it's easier said than done too, you know? <laughs> yeah. it's knowing those things knowing the difference between those three you know practice train compete and yeah. how to utilize them is a very good tool very valuable in your overall improvement down yeah. the road I think one of the areas that I think you know, I think we kind of drilled this, but I, it's not something that you just, oh, I got that now. Mm -hmm. 
like you need to constantly be analyzing what you do. A perfect example for me is 135 pound cleans. I never want to do a touch and go clean at 135. Yeah. I absolutely hate yeah. it. And I know I have to do it more. So I, I think we've had like two or three workouts in the past two months where we've had that. And I'm like, Here we go. fine, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Cause the fa- like I'm a hundred percent going to be faster doing singles. Yeah. Yep. But I need to work on being comfortable and linking that, that type be of weight. And you'll better for doing it. Right, yeah. right. Yep. So, the, you know, it's not just this one-time learning thing. You want to keep doing it, and that train is going to change, right? Once it's of course, yeah. the singles, then it's going to go to doubles, and then mm-hmm. it's threes, and then it's sixes, and then whatever it is. Yep. And it's okay if we pause there for a while. It, we don't yep. have to keep pushing the envelope, but, you know... To keep getting to that next level, we can start pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. Yeah. All right. This is probably my favorite yeah. one. That's <laughs> because I got it from you. It's your favorite. One of your favorite quotes. Yeah. Yeah. So number three was sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. And being having been an athlete and being really trying to my own horn but being good at a sport and having a lot of success in college you know you want to do things that you're good at it feels good to do yeah. things that you're good at you know it doesn't feel good to do things that you suck at so um, it's hard to want to practice those things that aren't your best movements but sucking at something is how you get better you know if you're not practicing and sucking at it first you're not going to improve um, and you know, crossovers are my latest example on that you know, they threw that in the quarterfinals, and I instantly was like, I'm not signing up. This is, this is dumb. Uh, but then, you know, I did sign up, and I got some, and that was rewarding to get some in that workout. And then we had one in a, a workout in the Dave program recently, and I sucked out again. But, yeah, so and th- that's been a common theme. As you, when I was new in the beginning, I sucked at everything, and right. I'm getting better, and people, you know, will tell me I don't suck at anything now. But it's not true, you know. You, there's always something that you get better at, and if you feel like, you're not doing well at it that's the first step to getting better and yeah. you know mastering whatever you want to kind of yeah. master because like even at the soccer level yeah you know you were really good at you know at on your team you were a top performer on there and like just imagine going to like the next level if you like played pro if mm-hmm. you went pro like all of a sudden, you're going to be the worst yeah. person on yeah, the team. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And you're going to have to learn all these new things. So, like, yeah. at every level, it doesn't matter. You're going to suck. Yep. And we're going to work towards better. Yep. Um, we were all there. Like, I, I was doing one-on-one yesterday, and, you know, we were breaking down some videos, for, you know, frame by frame, and we were doing some comparisons. I brought mine, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to show your video of you know how good you're I'm like, guys first of all i'm okay yeah <laughs> at best and also like i've been jerking for because we were going over the jerk for 10 years yeah. like i've been doing this for a really long time if i didn't look somewhat competent in the jerk <laughs> we probably <laughs> have a problem probably shouldn't be at the gym yeah. but one of the things that i really like is like the, the reason i got into cross is because i was bored mm-hmm. and we're always doing something different. Yeah. And we've kind of got like a base of what we're kind of good at. And then all of a sudden they, they announce crossovers. And I am legit terrible at them as well. <laughs> He's not that bad. But what did it force me to do? 
I'm writing the lesson plan for the workout, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta gotta work on this. We gotta start doing better because you know I started doing it and started noticing some things and some cues that mm-hmm. I kind of noticed, but it's like I need to look at some of that. So I started following a new YouTube page, yeah. and the guy just does jump rope stuff, and it's he makes it effortless. So I was watching him. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I got that. And I go out there. I'm like, nope. I think I I think I actually got worse. <laughs> yeah. It just makes it so easy. I was like, oh okay, I just do that. And then yeah. I'm like, wait, it's not it's not working. Yeah. And then I go back and watch it again, and I realize that he said something that I didn't hear. Mm-hmm. He talks about like this little hunch, like when you actually cross over. I'm like, oh, I didn't even. I he said it. Yeah. It's like I actually and I didn't even hear it. Yeah. Um, or didn't notice it, didn't register it. So like. We are still doing that, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, and not just like as in athletes, but as coaches as well. Like, yeah. we need to. Like, when was the last time we really coached a, a ring muscle up with somebody? It's been a little while, yeah. and that's something that uh, can be really challenging in a group setting. So, like, this is something. This is one of our core values: is invest. It's seek knowledge, be open minded, and that's one of the things that we want to keep doing and that's why that's the real reason that this was my favorite it being an adventure time quote I mean that's definitely (laughs) a little bit of extra but that's what I really liked is like like, that is what we're trying to do yeah we're trying to keep learning sucking at it makes you have to learn more about it yeah (laughs) and in like the big picture 10 general physical skills right that's one of our models of fitness how we get fitter isn't by taking one of our nines and taking it to a 10. Right. How we get fitter is taking one of our twos and taking it to a five. Like that's going to have such a bigger spike. Like if I'm a runner to get fitter, I'm not going to get fitter by just running more. Yeah. I'm going to get fitter by working on my flexibility and my strength. Those are probably two things that are probably limiting if you do a lot of running. And this is that similar thing. If you're doing something you suck at, it's probably going to make you better. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so three big takeaways from Cole's last 10 years of fitness, mm-hmm. fitnessing, fitnessing. <laughs> more is not better. Yep. It depends. Always. <laughs> yeah. Understanding the difference between training and competing yeah. and using that training to your advantage and then sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. I love it. Unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Um, if you have some lessons that you've learned over your tenure at Equity, um, let me know. Like, post it and uh, share it with us. Like, this is the whole point that we do group class, that we do personal training, that we do nutrition, that we do those things, is that we all get better together. When we're all learning, it all helps us. So share what what you uh what you enjoy um in a few weeks we're gonna have another 10-year member uh give us their big three uh so i'll let you guys try and guess who it is uh let me know who you think it is so thank you to cole yeah my pleasure appreciate it and uh thank you guys for watching uh remember invest in yourself see you guys cheers